Hello, welcome and thank you for joining our hair podcast where our hair is a crown and our gift. Come and join us on this journey of self-love and self-care. My name is Gladia, aka Gladia's Natural, and I will be your host. If you're new here, welcome. And please take a moment to watch all prior episodes as each one piggyback off of the other. And if you're a regular, thanks for listening in again. Please be sure to share and blast these posts with all your friends, family, and group pages. Hey guys, how are you doing? Um, So today I wanted to talk about a book that I just purchased online from Amazon. And I was just doing some research and trying to figure out like what are like the top educational books when it comes to our hair and where are they and how can I get my hands on them and one of the books that I came across um, there were a couple but um, there were just a a very select um, a handful amount that was you know that had really really great reviews Um, and out of all those the main one that stood out to me um, was the book called The Science of Black Hair. Let me know in the comment section if you've ever heard of this book before. But um, it's a comprehensive guide to textured hair care. Um, and it was written by Audrey Davis um, Sivasathi. I'm not sure and I'm, I'm even pronouncing her name right. But um, I do apologize if I'm not. But um, Audrey Davis, um, she's a freelance writer and a longtime healthy health care advocate and um, enthusiast. She's a trained health scientist. Miss um, Audrey has written extensively on the intricacies of caring for black hair at home. So she has a website and it's um, www.blackhairscience.com. Um, and um, in this book, she basically goes over the breakdown of black hair and I was stunned so I I ordered the book um and it's about 35 dollars I believe I got the hard cover and when it got here guys I told you I got my hands on this book and it's like a little textbook and I opened it and I was like it's an actual textbook (laughs) because when you open it when you dive in it's like you were in school and you're looking at you know the elements and things like that and I was just I was blown away and so I was like you know I I went straight in there because I'm trying to learn more about our hair and where um what what elements are we missing what information have we um been misconstrued about why is you know one way you manage your hair is different from how I manage my hair why is it that there's a particular product that works for you, but it wouldn't work for me. And so there were just so many questions that I had, and I need an answer. And let me tell you, this book, I haven't even read it in its entirety, but the first couple of pages already started to address some of the misconceptions that I had on my own. And so... Every now and then, I'm going to be making reference back to this book for you guys um, on this podcast. So definitely stay along with me if you want to keep in touch or, you know, just be educated a little bit. So this is just me giving my input on it. So right now, I'm opening the book and I'm going into, um, because yes, it's highlighted all over the place. (laughs) So I have certain areas in here that I just wanted to talk about. Um, 
And one of them that st- stood out to me was is that how our hair is different. And I highlight the part and it said black hair differs from that of other races in the basic shape of the hair fiber and in its composition. Kinky hair often appears thick, tough, and coarse, but because of its inherent inherent physical composition, it is not nearly as strong as it appears. Every twist, bend, and curl represent a point of weakness and vulnerability along the hair fiber. Black hair requires extra care, especially if it has been compromised by chemical relaxing or coloring. Black hair's natural tendency towards dryness is another obstacle that must be overcome to achieve longer, healthier hair. We must take conscious steps to help it along the way if we want to grow it. We can overcome breakage cycles and achieve healthier hair. So this was on page 23. This is just a little definition for her about how our hair is different. And here's another section that I thought was very powerful to me as well. Healthy hair begins at home. Keep that, keep that in mind while I'm reading this. Healthy hair begins at home, not at the salon, not you know not not anywhere else but with you you yourself is doing this so you are your greatest hair asset you should never completely write off your own responsibility for basic hair care in favor of complete dependence on someone else you possess an intimate connection with your hair and no one can possibly care about the health and quality of your hair like you do. You are in the best position to recognize and address simple hair problems because um, yeah, because no person alive knows their hair better than you. You can support this process by ensuring that your fundamental understanding of your hair is solid. The science of black hair will help will help you to get to this place. The key to achieving an optimal level of hair health ultimately rest in your own hands you'll always need to maintain some degree of control and responsibility for your own healthy hair healthy hair care (laughs) that's a tongue twister because things change you must develop some baseline of healthy hair care at home to see you through from visit to visit Okay, guys, so it is it it is really important for you guys to understand that because majority of us who um, in this millennium who has decided to go natural, we don't have a salon really that we can rely on or um, like the way we had when we all were perming our hair. We would all go to a Dominican salon. We would all go to whichever hair salon that would be available and bring our box of perm and would have them slapping on but now today we're all going the opposite direction we're all returning to back back to our original roots back to the way our hair should be and not a lot of people or are literate when it comes to our hair in fact we're more rejected because of it and we're and 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 it's you know i'm constantly frowned upon so you know what you walk away. You create your own hair salon. You learn the techniques. And then you come back to your community 
and you 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 partake into sharing the knowledge that you learn with others who are trying to return back. There are so many reasons why many of us have decided to go natural. I did a um, a short survey or a little post that I did on my um, Gladius Natural page, and I'll post the link in um, in the in the comment section of this podcast. And I want you guys to like really read the 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 the, the comments that each woman wrote in regards to why they decided to go natural, whether it was their child, their daughter, um, even their son, or it was because the chemicals were eating up their hair or because they just didn't um, want to put chemicals in their hair anymore. They wanted to be more natural. They didn't want to suffer hair loss. They didn't want to... um, uh, uh, feel like they need to to do something that is outside of who they are or to look like another race that is not our own and there was just so many deep deep uh, um comments when it came to that and I was blown away my reason was because like I said I if you guys read about um on my post my daughter was really the person who um, influenced me to go natural because here I am I birthed this beautiful little creature she's beyond perfection and my husband is straight from Haiti you know born and raised in Haiti came down when he was five years old there's no you know he's not half mixed with anything and here I am um, born here raised in America um, been here all my life in Brooklyn, don't have um, any trace line of other races in me other than purely black. As a matter of fact, I did a ancestry test that my friend um, blessed me with, and I, I, I found out the, the majority of my um, genetics is, comes from Africa, you know, from Nigeria in particular, and I was overly excited when I saw that because I was like I'm Nigerian (laughs) it it just brought so much pride in me and I was like you know how could I um um how could how could somebody with this kind of race or coming from nowhere like uh, you know England or anything like that or there's no race or whatever to have a child or a daughter with hair that was curly beautiful hair silky hair you know everybody looked at me and I'm like she's not mixed no we're black 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 like (laughs) and it made me proud you know and so at that time I was perming my hair my daughter was like one one years old, two years old, her hair was just growing out. And I knew even before she was born that I would never perm her hair. I knew that was just something I just wanted to do to her because I wanted her to always feel she was beautiful exactly as she was. But then here was the problem. I didn't have that confidence in myself. I didn't have that. I wasn't raised to think like that. 
I always felt like I had to change or I had to add things or I had to do things to to fit in the category of being beautiful or acceptable or professional or appropriate and so on and so forth. And I really, I, I it, it's sad because, you know, my insecurities, although for my own, I didn't want to put that on her as well. And so as she got older, I started to hear the comments of people telling me, oh, I can't wait for you to like perm her hair like are you serious her hair is perfect and you're telling me you can't wait for her to perm her hair for what reason for what reason you know her hair was curly and I could easily blow dry it and it would be straight I could easily flat iron it it was and it would be as if I permed her hair why would I mess up her curl patterns that's how I thought and I'm sitting there and I'm like, wait a minute. If her hair looks like this and she came from me and my husband, what does my hair really look like? You know, so that question in my mind was like, okay, then there has to be something more to it. There has to be something I don't know about myself and I need to know about it. And so also I didn't want to be perming my hair Meanwhile, telling her not to do it, you know, so that would have been hypocritical of me. And I knew I needed to change and I needed to change immediately. And I needed to learn fast for the sake of learning for me. And around that time, that was about in 2011, she was already three years old. I remember, you know, just growing out my hair and the comments kept strolling in, the negativity kept strolling in, and I'm trying to figure it out all at once, doing my research, going on YouTube, binge watching <laughs> so many YouTube videos, and I'm just like, just trying to figure it out, just trying to put it all together. Um, some things I started didn't work for me. The other things that worked, I stuck with it, and I tried to keep it as simple as possible. And eventually, my hair started to adapt. My hair started to adapt. A year, two years in, three years in, people were like, yo, how are you doing this? How did you do it? Can you tell us what you did? Oh, I love your hair. I was getting stopped in the street by, you know, all types of people, Caucasian people, black people. They were stopping. I've had people stop me and say, can I take a picture with of your hair? You know, because you're, you're out there with your hair natural, and it looks amazing. But it didn't start out like that. It didn't, it, I didn't feel confident. I was, I was in love. I was learning to love every stage. But I had my, uh, um, um, I, like, it, it was hard to just understand what my hair was doing. So I, I, I had my problems with it. But I, I knew I wasn't going to go back. That I, I knew I was I decided on this and there's no turning back. <laughs> so I had to move forward and I had to learn and I had to keep learning. It is now 2020 that we're having this conversation. So now nine years later, I'm still learning. You know, my hair is, you know, I have big chop twice already. And I'm, here I am with this book, The Science of Black Hair, and I'm still learning. And all this learning is only for me to really be grounded in what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. Understanding your hair is the key, you know. So, you guys, I'm going to put the link on in the bottom. And this is just one portion of the book. This book has over, over 200 pages, 235 and counting. And 
there's just so many goodness. It does not tell you how to create a regimen. This is where you're going to find my ebook as well that I will leave the link below. You can get that on how to put everything together. It's basically, you know, what I've learned, what I've put together just in deep in, sh in in full details like things you know i would have never thought to even address you know because we only need to know the basics and understand why we're doing it and then from there your your regimen shouldn't be that hard or shouldn't be that complicated like reading this book shouldn't you know you 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 just wouldn't need all this information to really take care of your hair but when you understand your hair and you're doing what you're doing, you know when to change something, you know when to add something, because now you have the foundation that you need in order to um, um, make the necessary changes or make the necessary adjustments, you know, so those, these, this is what you would need, this is where you would need to start, so if, if in my opinion, you know, and I'm thinking God for Miss Audrey for the vision that was given to her, and the uh, um, the drive that she had in her to push through and do a scientific investigation about black people's hair and the all types of hair. So you guys, when you get into this book, you are going to see microscopic uh, um, visuals of hair strands and what they look like when they're tangled and everything. Like it's it's freaking exciting and freaking amazing. And I can't wait for you guys to get your hands on it and really um, get in. And I have many, many more projects to come. So stay tuned for my next podcast. And I hope you guys enjoyed this. Tell me in the comment section below um, if you have the um, the Science of Black Hair book, um, if you plan on getting it, and tell me what have you learned about your hair that you you probably probably never knew about. All right. Until then, guys. Always, always stay natural. I love you. Until next time. Bye-bye. Hey, woohoo! Did you recently chop off your perm hoping to unleash the potential of your natural hair? But instead, you found yourself in a panic wondering what to do next. Maybe you've been natural for quite some time and your hair is not flourishing. You've tried just about everything and nothing works. Or could it be that your hair is showing some signs of growth, but your hair is constantly dry because you can't seem to figure out how to retain the proper amount of moisture. Listen, I've heard it all. I've been there myself and I have to tell you, it sucks. After all this struggling, I can imagine why you would want to go back to the perm or what we call in the natural community, the creamy crack. Trust me, you're not alone. It's a common struggle for many of us who have attempted to walk this journey. This is why I came up with a solution. First, put back that creamy crack you're about to use. And instead, I want you to pick up a copy of my ebook, The Ultimate Guide to Rocking That Natural Hair. That's right. I've created a simple seven-step natural hair framework to help you to tackle every single stage in your natural hair journey. Finally, there is no more guessing. Our proven hair system has helped thousands of naturals just like you to develop their own custom regimen so that they can ultimately reach their hair goals. And now I want you to be next. And you can 
by downloading your copy today at www.brt.ly/naturalebook and be well on your way to slaying that beautiful God-given hair. Again, that's www.brt.ly/naturalebook. Happy slaying! Hey guys, welcome to Gladia's Natural Podcast. I am so happy to be basically doing this podcast through Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to literally create a podcast like this one I'm creating. They give you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right away from your phone or your computer. And then there are so many other great features like the creation tool, which allows you to record and edit your podcast. So it sounds great. They'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. And the best part about it all is that you can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So I don't know about you, but that sealed the deal for me. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F like Frank, M like Mary. Have a great one. Thank you for listening in to our hair podcast where self-love and self-care is our number one priority. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share this post to your friends, family, and with your favorite hair groups. I look forward to you listening in again on our next post. Until next time, bye-bye.